Hello and welcome to DKI, Digital Era Entertainment's weekly anime podcast. This is episode number 97. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm joined here by Jace. What's up? Hey, hey, uh, I'm so sorry for those of you who are listening live for the delay. I had a meeting that was supposed to go an hour, and uh, I told Neo Ivan, our engineer, I was like, you know, I might be a minute or two late, just need to set up my booth and everything. And the meeting went an hour and 20 minutes. It happens. It was a good meeting for what it's worth, so that's nice. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh dear, this is uh, running over. So thank you in particular, Neo Ivan and Jace for being so patient uh, for today. But we have a really fun episode lined up. It's something that I thought of just last night because uh, always brainstorming here, doing things a little last minute as we do on DKI. But uh, today we're going to be doing real or fake, fake anime brands. Because as you know, uh, brands in anime usually have parodies for various legal reasons that we'll get into and I have a collection of real fake anime brands and fake fake anime brands that I have made up and Jace is going to have to do his best to determine which is which but for starters let's just go over some of the basics of the past week Uh, for me I've been keeping up with my seven currently active shows now that uh, Demon Slayer has finished its run once again very good I would say honestly we're now at episode seven and eight for the season. So things are getting past that halfway point and starting to approach their final arcs or finales. In particular, Ranking of Kings is approaching its end game. Uh, It had episode 20 of 23 this week. So uh, that being a two core show in particular, it really feels like it's reaching its climax and it has been keeping up the pace. I am curious to see how this ends and to see if they plan to maybe make more, because I could see them wrapping it up all in a nice little bow in three episodes, but I could also see them wrapping up the things at hand and leaving things open for more. But either way, Ranking of Kings, our number two show of 2020, continues to punch above its weight class literally and figuratively. It has been a joy to watch, so can't recommend that one enough. And the one I would say currently is my standout for the season uh, in terms of non-continuing shows, so uh, ones that are new this season, would be Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Kingdom Out of Debt. That uh, that and Realist Hero, as I've said before, on paper feel like they should be similar, and they are in some respects, but they're so different. And honestly, I think Genius Prince I prefer over Realist Hero, but I really like Realist Hero still. It, but Genius Prince has just been really good. I could even see it right now, depending on how this goes, maybe taking the 8, 9, 10 slot at the end of the year. Who knows? Uh, obviously, this is only the first season of four, so that is early, early rankings, but uh, it's been so much fun to watch every single week. Jace, what about you? Uh, obviously, I assume you've seen the latest episode of Kuroitsu, but uh, that, any yeah. recent thoughts or any other shows? So, uh, aside from Kuroitsu and Dress Up, uh, I uh, I had this pleasant surprise. The title was so bizarre to me that I was just like, huh? Because like at the time, I uh, I was using the Crunchyroll app on the Switch, and there was no description for it, just the picture of it. And I'm like, what the heck is this about? It's called Salaryman's Club. And oh, that's the badminton one. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Is like ordinarily your eyes are drawn to the you know be shown in main characters and suits in the uh picture 
it's very easy to completely ignore that the shuttle birdie right you know? there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so it's one of these things where I started watching it with one of my friends and where we didn't know really what to expect. And it's like one part, the office, like one part, Prince of tennis, but like 10 times more intense because it's badminton. And it, like, they throw everything in there. Like every trope you can think of from like the main characters, like troubled past and having to go up against a guy he used to, you know, play doubles. Oh, yeah. with I, I definitely and... remember this one from our winter season preview show. And at a glance, I said, this looks like your run of the mill pretty boy sports anime that it, it there but... was the mention of the tropes. Uh, they definitely are some attractive young lads and that the flavor of the week this time was badminton. So it kind of makes me laugh because I looked up the studio, uh, Leiden Linden Films, Films. Or, or Leiden, Linden. Uh, or Leiden, I looked them up. Not Linden, you're right. Um, and apparently they worked on the most recent season of uh, Sayuki, which is one of my all-time favorites. I was like, oh, wow. Um, but then I looked up the voices and this is a literal who's who of famous freaking male voice actors over the years. Like, they're only missing, like, a few people to have the, like, royal flush of all time. Because, like, they're missing Takehiro Koyasu. But, like, they got freaking... I, I was going through it and going, like, oh, my God. Like, they got the guy who plays Kiryu from Yakuza in here. They got uh, freaking uh, a bunch of guys that have done, like tokusatsu things before too and i'm just like no wonder they all sound so freaking familiar they're literally in every single major mainstream show <laughs> nice okay so maybe i'll have to give this one a look it's it's a hell of a voice cast and the interesting thing is it's not even based off of a manga it's a completely original anime on top of it all which mm. kind of blew my mind too because like I expected to see a manga first, like uh, under looking a, up a Google search. Uh, and nope, first thing well, I saw was, was original. Wikipedia. So, you know, uh, true, we have true. seen very successful uh, male sports anime come via originals. So it's good to know that this one is uh, overperforming because, to be honest, I have not heard much about it, good or bad. So I'm glad to hear it's something about it at all and that something is good. It's going to be a sleeper hit if people discover it because it's I, uh, I I was just like, this is surprisingly good. Like this is I expected mostly just, you know, typical be shown in Fujoshi fluff, you know, from this show. And it's like, nah, like this is on par with like Kuroko's basketball or Prince of Tennis or like it's got that hardcore sports anime vibe to it. And I'm not even normally a sports anime person. It just seems to kind of scratch a few different itches all at once. And it's hard to explain why I'm enjoying it other than it's seemingly just fun because <laughs> it's so bizarre, at least to me, the concept of, of the concept of a all Japan league of businesses who all have badminton teams playing in a national tournament is the weirdest cause. Like it's even weirder than say like Yu-Gi-Oh with like the freaking massive, like battle city and stuff like that. Like that's weird, but that's shown in anime. This is pretty boy businessmen in a badminton league across businesses all throughout Japan. 
that's just weird. <laughs> but it's been really enjoyable. So it's definitely what I'm going to awesome. wind up keeping up with. Uh, I think it's up to episode six so far. Cool. Anything else that you uh, have to report this week? Um, not really. Like I keep on just kind of jumping from thing to thing as I like explore different things that I may have missed or I dropped off of because they were like gaps in the seasons. Like uh, I'm finally getting around to watching season two of One Punch Man. Um, right. and that one's that one's kind of just an obligatory thing because everybody's like, oh yeah, you should cosplay uh, Saitama, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah because i have a shaved head yeah <laughs> but i mean in all honesty I'm like i do want to do the costume for him because he's a genuinely fun character so uh and i am enjoying season two so far of one punch man awesome well uh the other big piece of news that we have this week is the i suppose materialization of the Funimation Crunchyroll merger that was announced several months back uh, on, I think it was Monday of this week, Monday or Tuesday, uh, Funimation announced that its entire library is being shifted over to Crunchyroll. Uh, that is still in progress because they, unsurprisingly, have a very big library to shift over, so it's not all <laughs> happening in a single day, but uh, they've already got a significant amount over there, and it's being updated daily, so I would expect this process to be done within two weeks, if not sooner. Um, the way that this is working is after this season, there will no longer be new uploads on Funimation's website. Anything that is currently airing, so uh, uh, Ranking of Kings or uh, Genius Prince's Guide, that those were already airing on Funimation's site, and they will continue to be uploaded through the conclusion of this season. Any future releases will not be put on Funimation's site they will only go to Crunchyroll. Now, this means basically the Funimation website is being collapsed. We don't know when that's going to be. Uh, they're keeping it up uh, for the foreseeable future. But the Crunchyroll streaming service, sorry, the Funimation streaming service is effectively being sunset. Now, for the fans, this is a win because it means that now you only have to have one subscription, whereas you used to need to have two for all of that library. I wouldn't be surprised if in the coming months or year that Crunchyroll announced a slight increase to its price. I think right now it's uh, $7.99 a month, I believe, uh, yeah, for the, for the monthly that, one. Uh, they've held that price, too, like for years. And um, to be fair, a lot of places up their prices year over year, you know, a little bit for inflation, a little bit for also just they legitimately have more to offer than they used to, that uh, their uh, library has continued to grow and been maintained and now is almost doubled in size. So I wouldn't be shocked if we see this go to even $9.99 a month. But the thing is, even if they do that, it's still a better deal than having to do two subscriptions. Uh, one was uh, Funimation's was $5.99 a month. And then you have seven ninety nine a month. So even if they bump it up a bit, I highly doubt it, if they increase that it would be the sum of what the two separate ones were. And now you have all that going to a singular source, so it's just easier to find. For the fans, this is a very good thing. Um, and yeah, uh, the one thing that is interesting uh, that wasn't quite clear they said that if you have a Funimation subscription, that you are going, that you can get a 60-day free trial 
for Crunchyroll, but that's only for new accounts. So the question becomes, what happens if you're someone like me who has paid actively for both a Funimation and a Crunchyroll account, particularly if you, like me, had an annual subscription and it renewed recently? Mine renewed in January, so I've only gone through two months of my, you know, $50, $60, $70 subscription, whatever it was for the full year. So they have said on Twitter to reach out via their website. This is Funimation's website. Uh, if you go to just a, there's a contact form. And uh, I actually emailed them just last night and got a response today. And I'm going to read this email out verbatim. It says, if you have a annual Funimation subscription, don't worry, you won't miss out. Uh, we can add any time you have left on that subscription to your new or existing Crunchyroll account. So this sounds great. Uh, mm. What's going to happen is... If you are in the situation where you have paid for a Funimation subscription and already have a paid Crunchyroll subscription, you'll have to do an outreach because they need to do these connections manually. But from what this email I received literally an hour and a half ago is telling me that they're just going to staple on the amount. So this means that basically I'm going to have a year and a half basically for Crunchyroll because uh, I don't remember when my Crunchyroll annual subscription rolled over, but that uh, I'm not going to be penalized for supporting Funimation prior to this merger and that they're just going to shift that over there because that's where all the stuff is going to be. And uh, that's great. So a little bit of work, but it, it's understandable because they can't realistically know, all right, it, did people sign up with different email accounts or if they do have the same email accounts, are they still being used in that way? So uh, if you want to do this, you will have to reach out via Funimation's website. I got my response back in under 24 hours. Uh, my guess is they're probably getting a lot, but if I got this response as fast, hopefully you'll get something pretty promptly as well. So good little note for folks out there. And uh, in general, this just means that uh, Crunchyroll is going to be the place to go, that uh, there's still obviously places like High Dive, Netflix, what have you. But uh, Crunchyroll is now the site for you know, probably around 75, 80% of anime in the U.S. market at the very least, which is kind of nice that, um, you know, keep in mind in terms of like competition and stuff that uh, the the studios themselves in Japan still have their active competition. So uh, there's interesting dynamics of how this will work out for the U.S. market. But I think at the end of the day, this is a pretty positive thing because uh, one thing that a lot of fans have been complaining about in the past several years is just how fragmented everything has become and is oh i need this account i need that account and the whole idea of uh, you used to want a subscription like this to not have to pay the equivalent of a cable bill and that as things stacked up it started approaching that and this condensing is basically what people have been hoping for so uh yeah uh, that's how things are with Crunchyroll and Funimation now. Oh, uh, I mean, the only thing that I see, I mean, like things have come a long way from how they were in the uh, mid 2000s with these companies, too, because um, while I will say there is a difference between companies because they do have a different pool of uh, directors and talent that they tend to pull from, I feel that uh, because of technology, the talent pool has become a lot more mixed between uh, the publishers over the years. Yeah, for and, dubs. It, and it's definitely not clear um, how the dubbing aspect will work, that this is just for the platform aspect. So I don't know if 
Crunchyroll is going to basically wash their hands of dubbing and say, all right, Funimation, that's your bread and butter. You're going to become the dubbing arm of new Crunchyroll. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. It hasn't been very clear. And, uh, you know, folks who are on the insider VAs might have some insight, but it, for us as the, just the viewers, that's neither here nor there, but it is an yeah. interesting question that you bring up there. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how, because like I was, I was taken back uh, going back into Crunchyroll for the first time in years uh, as a subscriber and seeing um, almost simul dub. I know simul dub is a thing, you know, and it's a little kind of, body yeah, here and there some are um, actually simultaneous and some that now a slow quote-unquote dub is going to be two months after airing in japan yeah which is unthinkable in the early 2000s and of course uh there's also the fact that there's multilingual dubs coming out at the same time like that one also threw me for a loop because uh i think it was when i uh went on yeah, the have... Crunchyroll app i saw like dress up doll in like portuguese and i was like Mm -hmm. what like yeah. i didn't realize yeah, that there was like a dub for it already. languages being yeah released. so uh i mean it's it's an amazing time to be a fan of the uh the medium in whole um i'm really hoping that the publishing end in the united states still stays competitive um because this does give a large unfair advantage with sony owning both crunchyroll and funimation unfortunately like that means that Sentai, Viz, and uh, Right Stuff Knows yeah. Me. Now, are the interesting all... thing here is like, in terms of the dubbing studios, there's no way that the dubbing studios of one company would be able to handle the sheer show load True. of what they now have, that it's not possible. So they're going to have to go to multiple houses for that. Either that or whatever their preferred houses is going to have to staff up big time. So the jobs aren't going anywhere. There's still. Yeah just as much to be done who is doing it specifically might change where it is being done might change but honestly it's probably not because there's probably the show committees as well involved yeah. in that but that's uh getting into really nitty-gritty stuff so yeah uh pure speculation on our part there uh don't take any of that to the bank it's gonna be it's gonna be very exciting but confusing i think uh over the next it's few gonna months be a bit of a shit for everyone but yeah. uh things will settle down eventually and uh, i'm sure that people will adjust to the new normal just fine yeah but uh, that's the big news for the week uh the other interesting announcement was that there's going to be two more live action full metal alchemist movies continuing from the one that was last done in 2017 i was Trug? taken back by that <laughs> like, <laughs> I, um, it did pretty well in japan it didn't do super well in the u.s but to be fair very few live action anime adaptations do well in the u.s so that's I mean, whatever i don't think we're honestly gonna see much of it it'll probably make its way to a streaming service i don't know which one but i don't think many people are gonna watch it anyways it, I'm just I'm just hoping that uh, has. I'm hoping it'll become easier to watch the live action Roni Kenshin movies because I know Funimation had like I think the first two and I think the latter two are on Netflix. So like once once that merger happens, like because I know Crunchyroll's dealing with some live action here and there. Um, I'm hoping that those movies are brought into it because uh like out of every attempt at making anime live action, I think they're only two things that have actually really succeeded in it and that was uh gintama and rurouni kenshin 
And that's just due in part to Rurouni Kenshin being one, a samurai story, and two, having Takeru Sato, uh, Takeru Sato, Ugh, I can't talk today, <laughs> uh, in, the, in the lead role as Kenshin, uh, as he's such a popular and really good actor. Um, so I, I can't imagine anybody else playing that character in live action after seeing him just in that first movie alone. So uh, I hope that the crunchy, funny uh amalgamation yeah. gets those movies we'll have to see how that works out uh, and because movies are an entirely separate scenario from the normal shows even and yeah uh the way the rights are handled is completely separate from the main series so we'll just have to see but uh we should get on to our main topic and that's going to be as i mentioned real or fake fake brands now if you've watched anime for any amount of time you've probably noticed the uh, bunch of McRonald's and just barely changed brand names. This is due to a combination of factors, mostly in IP law and licensing, that in order to use a corporate name like that in a production, uh, if it's not being sponsored, you need to either get approvals or you need to decide, all right, do we want to, you know, have that one-to-one -one representation? And uh, usually the production studios will not want to bother with the you know hassle contact paperwork and legalese of getting full approval just to have a brand on screen for five seconds in an establishing shot. So they will just do something that is different enough to not be copyright infringement. And this results in a myriad of fake brand names. Now, talking about there are so I, many legitimate ones out there like you know magnet box panaphonic and sorny mm -hmm. so what <laughs> i have here is i have looked up a list of fake brand names that were used in anime and i have also made up a few fake ones myself i have a list of 10 here and jace you're going to have to determine if this is a real fake or a fake fake that was made by me and uh i've chosen ones that have several iterations done on them as mm. real so you'll have to figure out all right is this one of the real ones that uh everything here has at least one real fake if that mm. makes sense okay uh, and i'll read out all the real fakes after i tell you whether the example was a real fake or a fake fake so all right let's get started all right dk pepper a spin on Dr. Pepper, obviously. Yeah, I I think I've actually seen that one before, uh, used in a used in an anime like recently. In fact, uh, I think it was maybe even Comey can't communicate uh, the uh, the pool scene when everybody goes and gets her soda. Like there's like five different or like seven different freaking cans of soda, and I'm pretty sure one of them it was a Dr. Pepper can. I think it might have been DK Pepper. So you're gonna say that it's a real fake? Yeah. DK Pepper is indeed a real fake. Uh, the list that I'm consulting mentions that it was used specifically by Steinsgate, but now that you mention it, I think Comey might have used it as well. Other real fakes of Dr. Pepper include Dr. Ginger, Dr. Popper, Mr. Pepper, Mr. Popper, Mr. Peter, and Dopuke. <laughs> no, sorry, Dopuke. Oh, I mean, that, that makes sense. So... Next up... Ninindo, a fake of Nintendo. Okay, so I know I've seen Ninindo. I know I've seen that one before. 
Um, Nintendo's such a big name that it's definitely one that they got to fake uh, whenever they do it. Um, I, I'm going to say that it's because sometimes it's as simple as just one letter missing or similar to. Oh, yeah, the difference man. here being uh, 10 versus 9. Yeah, <laughs> which I didn't even think of the pun with that, actually. I just thought of the missing T in the letter in the name. That is that is actually kind of funny. Um, I'm going to say that it, it's it's real. I'm glad you thought it was funny because I made it up. That's a fake one, buddy. <laughs> Nintendo has not been used, at least to my knowledge. Uh, ones that have been used, Bentendo, not to be confused with the Cartoon Network series Ben 10, Nintendo, Ninbendo, and Nintendo have all been used. Hmm. Up next, one of the biggest brands in the world and probably the one that has the largest or second largest list of real fakes, and you're going to have to determine if this is on that long list of real fakes or not, Mac Daniels. Is Mac Daniels a fake McDonald's or not? And that is spelled M A C D A N I E L S. Hmm. Mac Daniels. That is so far off. But at the same time. I mean, it's been done so many times. I, the most infamous that I always think of is Wook Donald's, where they just flip the M upside down. Um, and my mind is unfortunately clouded by that one image. I'm going to guess that this one's a... a fake version of McDonald's. I, I don't Matt know. Daniels is actually the name of a professional wrestler, I believe. Huh. But it's also a real fake. It was used in Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. I did not yep. see that Gundam. I was surprised yeah. to see that one, which is why I included it, because other real fakes include Dom Donald's, McDonald's, McDonald, Mac Dogs, Mac Ronald, uh, Mac Cross Nald's, Magnetron Burger, uh, Mick D. Maids, Mick Burger, Man Burger, Mig Ronald's, Mob Donald's, Mock Ronald's, Mo Burger, Mog Donald. Donald, Wack Dorno, Wick Donalds with a C, Wick Donalds with a K, Wack Donalds, W A C, and Id Donalds, Y apostrophe D D O N A L D S. But Mac Daniels, in addition to being in the name, was actually used as a real fake. Up uh, next, Zeta Gundam. I didn't watch, so I didn't either. That's kind of shocking, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Niamazon, portmanteau of Nian and Amazon. That definitely, I mean, like, it had to have been in probably some sort of cat girl related show. It's that definitely is just too intentional. I mean, heck, one of my friends probably would have said that she ordered something from Amazon herself. So I, I'm going to say that they definitely had to have used that in an anime. It is a real fake, but not from a cat girl show. It's actually a recent one. Sunny Boy had huh. Amazon. Other Amazon real fakes include Amazonas, Amazon, Jungle, Capazon, Namazon, and Omazon. Huh. Wasn't I could have sworn I don't know what anime. I could have sworn I saw Zamazon at one point in one of those pictures. It's possible that I don't expect that the website I'm using has yeah. a one hundred percent comprehensive list. It's just the biggest list I could find. Yeah, yeah. Up next, going off of Google, 
Moogle, M-O-O-G-L-E. Okay. I mean, Moogles are a thing from Final Fantasy. So unless it was a Square Enix owned property, like even even like manga published property, they wouldn't be able to get away with it with that spelling. So I'm going to say that this has not been actually used in anything yet. <laughs> well, actually, it has. My Hero Academia has Moogle. Uh, I was a bit surprised to see it, too, for the same reason. And uh, once again, why I put it on this list, because there are tricky ones in here. Other versions of Google include Gleegoo, Queagle, Goodle, Goggle, Gaggle, Oogle, Google, Giggle, and Woogle. Bunch of fun ones to say there. This whole My thing God. is like a giant tongue twister for me. But M O O G L E, you're absolutely right. It's a thing in Final Fantasy. But apparently, if it's not being used as related to a fantasy creature, that the copyright doesn't extend to all uses. It only huh. extends to, you know, you, you can't get a copyright for a word and have it be everything. You can have a copyright on a word for a specific type of product. So I guess that in this case, since it is a fantasy search engine, they don't have the copyright for Moogle past hmm. that. Interesting. Next <laughs> one, this, if, I didn't do an exact count, but it's either this one or McDonald's that has the most real fakes, and it's Coca-Cola. The potential fake in question is Kula-Cola, C-O-O-L-A-C-O-L-A. Um... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I'd say. I'd say that's got to be a fake one. Like it's I mean, there are so many, but at the same time, usually they like there's also just a bunch of jumbled letter versions, too, as we've seen from <laughs> the Google ones um, and Kula Cola, just one letter off seems like it's really too or a couple letters off it still it just seems too close for comfort yet at the same time when drawn out as a logo is passable so i'm guessing drawn out as a logo yeah i'm, so, I'm gonna guess that it was done yeah real so you're guessing that kula cola is a real fake yeah it's a fake fake i made yeah. that one up uh real ones are Kaka, C-A-C-A, no-cola, C-A-C-A-cola, C-I-C-A-cola, C-O-C-A-L-A, Kochikala, all one word, C-O-C-K-cola, C-O-C-O-cola, C-O-K-A-cola, C-O-K-O-cola, Cola-cola, no-dash, Cola-cola with a dash, Coal, plain and simple, Cool-cola, with no-dash, is real, but not Kula-cola, Core slash D O D A, Cure Cool with no dash, Great Cola with a dash, K O C A Cola with a dash, K U M A dash Cola, and L O C A dash Cola are all real fakes of Coca Cola, but C O O L A dash C O L A is not real, and there is no C O O L A without a dash. I wasn't going to do that technicality on you, don't worry. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I was like, it's, I must but have seen cool cola. I found it interesting that there's so much variation in what does and doesn't have a dash in all of those things. Yeah. I must have seen cool cola and thought cool cola. Oh, man. Dang. Like, that or I have a very vivid imagination in the ones you're making up. 
I probably there's, like could it's draw so them. It's so easy to just superimpose and think, oh yeah, I must have seen that somewhere. I can't remember where, but with how many real fakes there are over the yeah. years, it's that's part of why I wanted to do this as a show because I was like, it's so easy to just imagine, oh yeah, that has to have been somewhere. I I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Up next, Pip, uh, sorry, Pipu, P-I-P-P-U, for Pepsi. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that one's a real one. Pipu was used in Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> the oh. other real ones, there's far fewer than Coca-Cola. Uh, Bepsi, Papsi, Popsi, and B-B-E-P-S-I, Bipsi, I'm not quite sure, uh, uh, are all real versions of fake Pepsi, including Pipu. I, I think uh, Bepis is one of them. No, I think Bepis is just a meme. <laughs> but that's part of why I included Pepsi, because I was also thinking bepis oh no that's the vtuber prop that i see all the time the can of bepis on yeah, people because uh, it, that's uh, i think that comes from one of those uh fake logo things of just you know yeah weird ones uh yeah yeah up next is uh a fake of sony phony f-o-n-y um That that must have been used at some point, because so, I I could have sworn I've seen that one somewhere too. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll go with I'll go with saying that's a real one as well. I mean, it's such an easy pun, right? Because you know it's phony, it's fake, it's not real Sony. So phony makes perfect sense as a fake brand name. Shockingly, it hasn't been used by an anime yet. Huh? Like, that that was one that I was proud of once again. Ones that have been used. Coney, Moni, Onis, Nosy, Pony, Poppy, Tony, Sani, Somi, Sonar, Soppy, and Zani are huh. all fake brands of Sony, but there was no phony, at least not on the list that I'm using. Huh. But then again, I wouldn't be shocked if someone comes up later and is like, actually, this, this show used phony because it does feel like it's such a layup. Uh, we've played their game on our channel before. And we talk about how it's a staple for Christmas in Japan, KFC. JFC. Hmm. Mm. I'm, I'm going to say that that one's been used just because it's one letter off from KFC. And sometimes they just do that sort of thing where it's one letter off in a direction. Now, keep in mind, JFC also is an acronym for jesus effing christ so uh, True. imagine imagine my surprise when i found out that it was used in detective conan <laughs> wow yeah i didn't expect that uh the only other fake version of kfc that is at least on my list but i'm sure there are others is sentucky fried chicken which was in uh hataraku Mausama, which i'm not even familiar with but uh, i was so tickled by the fact that they used jfc <laughs> so yeah and finally, Pizza Hut. It's hot pizza, Pizza Hut. Yeah. Uh, I know Pizza Hut's over in Japan, but I definitely think that, like, as far as that goes, that uh, it's not as popular as Domino's is, especially because uh, Domino's had Hatsune Miku. <laughs> So, uh, I'm going to say that that one's a fake fake. 
it is a fake fake because I had to get in our Code Geass reference because Pizza Hut was legitimately branded in Code Geass. They were an actual sponsor. You see the name Pizza Hut appear many times when C2 is having her pizza. That was a real sponsorship, and huh. that meant that they did not have to use anything fake. But I was imagining, all right, if Code Geass had to use a fake, what would be the easiest thing? Pizza Hut felt like a really natural pun in one letter shift. So uh, good job there. And that is the 10. So I think you got five correct because you got DK Pepper, you yeah. got Niamazon, you got Pipu, JFC, and Pizza Hut. Hmm. Yeah, so you got five of the 10. Good job. Good job. Uh, the website in question that I used is called fictionalcompanies.fandom.com. Like I said, I don't expect that this is actually a 100% comprehensive brand list, but uh, it's pretty extensive. So if you ever want to look up and see at least a good portion of the fake brand names that have been used in anime over the years, that uh, this is a fun list to read through. And uh, it was fun for me to have to read out all of these, like I said, almost a tongue twister. Uh, some of the other top brands that have been used, Canon, the camera, brand yep uh camon canon canom cat on uh camon was used i believe uh outside of the movie akira where it actually had the real canon logo all of the merchandise and promotional pictures after the fact dead camon oh nice the one that's listed here is uh g jinky extended ova but i could fully mm. believe that it was used in uh akira yeah and then there was like come on conan conan Canon with a K and Lanon. Uh, other ones that have been used a lot Denny's with several iterations of Benny's, Danny's, Donny's, Danny's, Banny's. And yeah, I think like five of them have used Benny's. <laughs> um, so, it, like I said, there's a lot of fun things here. Uh, I, I felt like we could have done an episode where we just sort of pulled from our memory as we do with most of our shows of, you know, oh, I remember when we there was this fake brand in that show, but I realized I couldn't recall many specific examples because they are so frequent and on screen for such a short time that you don't actively remember all of these iterations. Your brain snaps to, oh, this is, this universe is McDonald's or whatever. You know what it's supposed to be. It's very, very blatant that they usually don't change the logo colors. They usually make some slight artistic changes to the logo, once again, to avoid copyright infringement, but that it's really, really obvious what they're going for because it's usually just a passing thing of, oh, they stopped at this fast food place or they're using this brand computer or whatever, and we want to make it feel realistic by having these brands where people would instinctually expect them to be just as, you know, it becomes a expected detail for realism. So in order to maintain the realism, they have to put in something fake. And it's sort of a weird wraparound that your brain has to do of recognize what it's supposed to be, still register that this isn't the the real one, register this isn't yeah. right, but then snap back of like, I know what they're doing here and that it's able to just happen so fluidly and mentally because like I said, it's usually not being used in multiple scenes. It's usually just uh, a brief cameo as it were. And that's what makes it so difficult to remember what specific fake brands a given show used because 
it's so quick and infrequent and because your mind snaps to what it's supposed to be. So found that interesting. And uh, I had fun thinking of the five or the four fakes because it was a six real four fakes. So I hope you enjoyed that. Definitely, uh, uh, definitely interesting because like, I, I think probably one of the ones that like faked me out the most one time when watching something, I had to go back and I can't even remember the anime. I just remember going, is that Jose Cuervo? Like, and, and I found the picture online too. And I went like, I can't remember what anime it's from, but they straight up just like, it looks one, it's, it's one letter off. And I'm just like, it's always that one letter off. Um, I, and like, yeah, it's amazing how close they can come to something just to make it like that little bit of suspension of disbelief that this could be happening in the real world. So it's, it's definitely one of those fascinating things. Like, and nowadays, like now that it's actually digitally done, it's so much easier for them to fake the graphic design versus having to hand draw a replica, like knockoff of a logo. So it's only getting more and more like over the top with them mocking brands and stuff. And I always find the weird, the weirder and crazier usually are in like comedies and stuff too. But it's, oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely an interesting, like, I, I I feel like, (laughs) I feel like it would need to be a group of us being like, um, anybody, anybody remember what this one was for? Oh yeah, that was in this (laughs) type of moment. Somebody probably yeah. knows where that Jose Cuervo one came from. Like, I sure as hell can't remember. I just yeah, know. You sent the image in our group chat, and I don't recognize it, but, uh, you know, probably some Western of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, uh, what's the real brand name of that one? Jose Cuervo. Uh, let me see if it's on my list, actually. Uh, J. Nope, not on the list that I have. I guess that's like that obscure. Then this this image will haunt my nightmares now for like weeks to come because I'll be like, where did I see that before? (laughs) See, so it's J O S E C U E R V. Actually, just either no V or yeah, it's either a V or a U. Like it it. It looks more like a V, but. Yeah, I'm doing a quick Google search to see if I can find it and I'm not getting anything uh, super easy. But yeah, that's uh, definitely a really cool one that I haven't seen before. So, yeah. Um, well, that's all I had for that. Uh, this is going to end up, I guess, being just a slightly shorter episode than usual. So once again, super sorry for the delay. And uh, definitely hope that even if it was a bit of a shorter episode that you still had some fun with us here. Uh, I guess this does allow us to hopefully get started with our weekly happy hour a bit sooner. But uh, in general, one thing that I've mentioned before is we're always looking for ideas that we usually think of things for this show pretty last minute because that's just how we keep it casual and whatnot. But if you ever have ideas or topics that you want us to discuss, here's a really easy plug. Join our Discord. Uh, We have a channel just for anime discussion, but you can also go to the feedback and suggestions area, and if you drop in there, hey, I think it'd be cool if Dekai discussed Thing, 
I'm not going to guarantee that we're going to actually take every suggestion that is put in, but if you want to help us think of things to talk about, I'd love to have some suggestions. So definitely join our Discord if we can get the link in the chat there. Uh, if it's not being already done, thank you very much, Neo Ivan. And uh, yeah, as always, uh, it's just something that we're here to have fun and like always, we try and talk about some current events, what we're watching, but especially in this middle area of the season, we sometimes... Uh, have to scrape a bit of the bottom of the barrel for that opening segment. And uh, admittedly, I wasn't expecting to go quite so quickly through those examples. I probably should have uh, written up some more, but uh, I still had a lot of fun with this. Hope you did too, Jace. And uh, as always, thank you all so much for tuning in. Before we head out, do you have anything that you want to plug, Jace? Uh, as always, I mean, I'm, uh, I've been plugging away, doing work for... Uh for a uh, friend of mine who's a VTuber, Congo Musha. Um, I've been acting as his uh, producer. The, uh, the, man at the, the man in the chair, I guess, is, uh, is the superhero term. <laughs> and uh, behind the curtain. Yeah, handling, uh, handling uh, graphic design and video stuff and everything for him. Uh, he's been putting in a lot of hours on his Twitch channel lately. So if, uh, if you guys are interested in seeing more VTubers, uh, I think he's streaming like four or five times a week or something crazy like that. Awesome, awesome. Well, as always, you can find wonderful nerdy content here on Digital Era Twitch most nights of the week. Uh, I will be back next Thursday with RJ as we get into the final case of Great Ace Attorney. Uh, things have been building up steadily over the past couple of weeks, so we actually just got to the beginning of the actual trial last night so we'll be continuing that next week and uh it's going to be a couple of weeks before the next radio drama but at the end of the month on the 26th we'll be doing pokemon 3 the movie curse of the unknown twice over once normally and once fed through lingo jam so that'll be a lot of fun be sure to follow us here on twitch twitter facebook instagram tiktok and youtube like we mentioned uh join the discord as well where you can join in to our wonderful conversations and leave suggestions for future episodes if you have some ideas. And on our YouTube channel, you can find the trailer for Kokoro no Pro, our upcoming wrestling-themed dating some visual novel that's being headed up by our very own RJ and Mario. Uh, I think that... Oh, how silly me. I almost forgot our sponsors. Uh, as always, be sure to visit our sponsor, ImageAnime, at ImageAnime.com, and you can use the code DISCOUNTSHIP, that's D-E-E-S-C-O-U-N-T-S-H-I-P, for free shipping on orders of $100 or more. And you can get Digital Air Entertainment merchandise at digitalairentertainment.streamelements.com. Now I think I've actually done all the things. So thank you so much. This has been episode 97. We are rapidly approaching that 100 mark. Uh, I'm going to try and do something special for that. I'm not sure if it's going to work out because it's going to be super dependent on the schedules of others. So we shall see, folks. We shall see. But uh, this has been episode 97. I'm Joel. He's Jace. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay sane. Get your Fauci ouchy. Wear a mask. And we will see you next time on Digital Era Twitch. Mm -hmm.